Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is October 16th, 1998. It is. The year of our Lord, 1,998. So, just to prepare y'all, I sound like a 13-year-old boy today. Oh, no, but she looks <laughs> like a 14-year-old boy. Woohoo! Uh, just got a little bit of a cold, and this is literally the second uh, tape we're making today. So Yeah. We love making tapes. We'll see how my voice holds out. Um, but, uh, yeah, Illegal Tender. The 90210 episode featuring illegal gambling. Is this your favorite episode it's ever? my favorite episode of the show ever. I kind of thought so. Duke's bad boys in it. <laughs> Brandon gets uh, fucking crunched in it. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about the episode. There is a lot of punishment doled out in this episode. Yeah, there is. Crime and punishment. <laughs> right. Um, so, where do you want to start? We have Brandon... We have Kelly and Emma, the, that love mm-hmm. triangle. We've got. We should say that for the end. We've got Stephen. We've got Carly. We've got Zachary. We've got Donna. We've got David. We've got Valerie. We've got Tina. I don't know who the fuck Tina is. Ready Rock. Um. Okay. Got some girl I'd never seen in my life. That was all right though because the lady was chill. What? So we dipped to the theater set to ill. You've never heard. Okay, uh, I've got Nyquil and. <laughs> And my brain heard, is a little scared now. Never heard Nightmare on My Street by uh, Will Smith and oh, DJ okay. Jazzy Jeff. I have, but I did it's not the recognize this. Season, you know? <laughs> we saw Elm Street, and man, it was death, and everything seemed all right when we left. But when I got home to lay down to sleep, that began the nightmare. But on my street, okay. So uh, on Beverly Hills Street. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rodeo Drive. Sure. Steve takes, what's the little boy's name? Zachary. Zach. Um, He takes him, I know he feeds him a bunch of shit. (laughs) I don't remember where he takes him. They're having like boy bonding time. (laughs) He feeds him a bunch of shit and is like, he's been fattened for you. Like in the car, he's he's coming back from hanging out with him and he's like, no. They just hung out. They went to see a movie or something. Yeah. He's like, now, you know, don't tell your mom about, you know, all the food we had and stuff, like all the if popcorn she hears and one candy. thing about the malts and the, the cheeseburger and the whatever, the candy and stuff, then I'm dead. So, you know, tell, like, I had broccoli and, <laughs> and chicken, grilled chicken and asparagus. I do not like this at all. And, like, Zach's like, so you're telling me to lie to my mom? And, and he goes, like, no, only if she asks. So awful. He's raising him to be a horrible liar like he is. Right? Um, but when she walks out of work, Zach gets excited to see his mom. Yeah. And goes to run after... Oh, Steve gets excited to see her, too. That's right. No, Steve gets excited to see his mommy. <laughs> and he runs He's like, over oh, to... what's up, mama? To hug and kiss her, and then so does Zach after him, so he's standing there by himself, he runs across the parking lot, almost gets hit by a car. Yeah, and Carly's like, what the fuck, Steve? Yeah, you're supposed to be watching him. <clears throat> he's a child, you're the adult. 
She's not wrong. Yeah, but... She's a little harsh with it, but she's not wrong. I think she's a lot harsh because he's not used to being responsible for a child. And that's, Mm -hmm. like, to her, it's like breathing at this point, I'm sure. But she needs to teach him. Yeah. He doesn't know to think about that stuff. Mm -hmm. He's not the brightest. Yeah, I mean, she taught him foreplay and everything, (laughs) so she needs to teach him this, too. But yeah, she's very mean about it. She makes him feel really bad. Now, all Steve needed to say, though, was, look, I'm sorry. I didn't know. You know, I'll get it right next time or whatever. And I think everything would have been okay, but he does kind of argue a little bit. Yeah. And he's like, he's, he's, you know, he's old enough to, he's not an idiot. He's not going to get hit by a car or whatever. And she's like, he's five. Right. And, like, he did almost get hit by a car. Yeah. Didn't he? I'm not imagining that part of my Maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> um, yeah, so not good. But then she goes with Donna and Zach to the mall, and there's, like, a clown. They're, so they're going to look for clothes because Zach's oh, yeah, weird yeah. coloring helped Donna get this job. So he's, like, her guru now. Yeah, he's got to help her pick out stu- like stuff and styles that's like colorful and childlike. Right. So that's why they go to the mall together. And yeah, there's a performer. There's like a magician performing that they're all watching. And there's also a clown with balloons like walking around. And he's like, you know, mommy, clown. And she's like, we'll go see him later. And then they're all watching the magician. And she fucking lets go of his hand. Yeah. And he follows the balloons and the clown. He sees a red balloon, like, perfectly flying up a uh, an escalator. <laughs> and I really expected the clown to, like, peek around the corner and be like, they'll float <laughs> Oh, my God. Like, it was weird because it, 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 was. it was like it was, I mean, obviously it was on a string or something like that. But it was, it looked very unnatural the way it just, like, moved up there. And so he runs after it. And, like Mr. Clown. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, he gets and he's like. Oh, <laughs> well, once he catches the when you're down here, oh, you flout down. Oh, that's that's so creepy. Yeah. Um, Zach's like, I've seen the dead light. <laughs> Zach gets a hold of the balloon, mm-hmm. which I think is the most unrealistic thing because he's short and the balloons fly high yeah if that was such a good balloon wouldn't it have floated away into the sky right but um then he's immediately look, looks around and realizes that he has no idea where his mom is he can't see the clown like everything's lost and he starts freaking out and starts crying and doing his best job of acting which isn't great but you know it's something he's little and then Carly realizes he's gone, and she fucking freaks out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, there's a lot of the tension of, is she going to catch him? Is she going to find him? And in the meantime, a is dude... going to catch him? <laughs> he's running from her. In the meantime, though, a dude comes up to him mm-hmm. and is like, hey, are you lost? And he's like, I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. He's like, well, you know, I mean, you got you to gotta trust somebody. Look, I have candy. Yeah, you want some candy? <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? I've got a puppy in my car. And, like, as Carly is looking for him, somebody's like, oh, he was with his father. She's like, he doesn't have a father. I mean, he does, but his father's like a deadbeat or whatever. Right. Um, But that had to be so fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. So, finally, she goes to the security people. 
Like, yeah, why wasn't ta- that your first stop? They haven't talked to the police at all. Yeah, they're just, like, talking to random people. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zach's there because the guy took him there. But, like, for a minute, I was a little afraid the guy was going to kidnap him. How about you? Um, I mean, I don't know. Like... I guess that'd be a little dark for now to know, but <laughs> she's got <gotten> molested. <laughs> Zach found on the the side of the road, cut up. Oh God! But he's still like clinging to life. Stop! Stop, Bobby. Okay, this is not a time to kill. Come on! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Seriously, Matthew McConaughey's in nine hundred two one zero. His young womb killed. Oh please. Um, That's such a fucking hard movie to it's watch. So I mean, like, it's such a good movie. But it's oh a God, really good so movie. Hard. Like the the Matthew McConaughey's like ending uh, monologue where he's like describing the injuries and everything, and like goes into like great detail about everything. And then, of course, you know, ends with the now imagine she's white. You know, yeah. like yeah, it's. I mean, the whole thing's very powerful, but. Apparently, John Grisham based that off of a real case that he heard. Yeah, I think you you shared that with us on our actual tape about a time to kill craziness. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's talk about but a time this to is kill again. Happier. Sandra cause... Bullock was in the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, we watched a Sandra Bullock movie this week. Yeah, you'll hear about that tomorrow. Um, but she gets reunited with Zach, and everything's fine, and nobody's molested him, and life is happy. <laughs> reunited and it feels so good but now she's like eating her words because she's like i was so mean to steve and you know i did the same thing doesn't now so i don't understand the point of this to be honest with you is the point supposed to be like anyone can be a fuck up and you shouldn't be so hard on steve or is like because i mean steve did the wrong thing too like he shouldn't have just ran in a parking lot. You don't just let a you don't just leave a five year old yeah. behind. Like that's not how you, you handle that situation, right? Um, I think it was just a teacher. Yeah, I mean that she was a little too hard on him. That like, I'll accept that. Then that makes sense. I mean, yeah, he was wrong, but she made the mistake too. Yeah. So that's that storyline. So the other storyline is Valerie mm-hmm. is continuing to uh, take bets, even though... She's working with Duke's bad boy. Yeah, even though... Um, did that happen this episode where he said, you're not doing this anymore? Or was it last episode? This episode. Okay. So she has a briefcase full of money in the office. <laughs> she does. There's so much there. <laughs> And Noah walks in. Now, I think he's a bit of an asshole here. Yeah, because, he is a bit of an asshole, yeah. Because, like, I get he doesn't want Ill- illegal gambling in his establishment. Sure. But he takes it, and he's like, give it back. It's not... Ha-. Like, he won't let her give the money that she's supposed to give to the, you know, mm-hmm. fucking mobster dude to him. To Duke. Duke's in there with yeah. them. Um, and he's like, Duke's like, give me my briefcase. And he's like, no, you're not getting your money back. It's so stupid. And she's, he says to Valerie, give this money back to all the people at bed. Yeah. Like, what What makes him think that he's what in about, charge? What about the winners? Right. Like, we're just issuing refunds to everybody, but what about the people at bed and won? Don't you think they're going to be like, oh, where's the rest of my fucking money? Yeah, it was stupid. Although I feel like this was this was money that was already paid out. This is, like, their cut. No, I think it's all of it. Oh. 
I, I think because because Duke's like you're fucking on the hook for this. Mm-hmm. So he says to Valerie as he leaves, and like Noah has all this money, like whatever, like just say no more and stop it there. No mas. But yeah, he's like, no, you can't even pay Duke. Mm-hmm. But she does anyway. Yeah. She takes the briefcase and she takes more bets. She does not stop. Yeah, and she goes and you see her meeting with Duke, like giving him the money, like, oh, you know, I'm just going to keep it going. Don't worry about it. Yeah. That's really dumb on her part, though. And Duke's like, look, I'm not coming to the club anymore, but I'm going to send somebody and you'll know he'll know you or whatever. Yeah. But it's not Duke's bad boy. It's Duke's good boy. <laughs> So, in the meantime, like, David had been talking about how much he misses, like, being an artist, like, playing the music and yes, stuff. And, yes. um, you know, he's sad because all his, you know, equipment's gone. He has nothing and all this stuff. So It's all in hock. Yeah. Valerie takes some of her gambling money mm-hmm. and gets his keyboard out of yeah, hock. Yeah. She gets his equipment out. That's cool, right? Yeah. So, he's very excited. He gets to play. And they're together in this episode. And yeah. It's like, I, I like them together so much, too. so much better than any other couple, basically in the entire show. I do too. Honestly, I think she, they should be together. She really, they have good chemistry and she acts like she's a human being when they're together. Like mm-hmm. she care, she really cares about him. So he'd been helping this artist. I don't remember her name, but like some up and coming artist. Well, he trashes oh, yeah, her he, show. Yeah, he trashes her show in his article, and then she comes to him. Yeah, and tells him like she You're got fired. Yeah, I got fired. Fuck you. So the fuck are you? So then he feels bad, but like if she sucked enough that he wrote an article saying she sucked, then why is he trying to turn it around and yeah, help like, her? Yeah, he's like, oh, well, because he listened to her demo. And her demo is really good. That's what she says to Valerie. But who cares? Like she, like Valerie points out, maybe she can't perform on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not everybody who can make a good tape can perform. Exactly. We've never performed our show live on stage. Right. We make great tapes. We don't do. We? Like my voice sounds awesome in all of them, just like today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, guys. I knew it would happen. Um. But yeah. So. He gets her to perform. Uh, she says she's got stage fright, and mm-hmm. that's why she was bad at performing. And he goes, oh, every time I had stage fright, you know, I just look at Donna. Like, I would I'd, I'd tune everybody else out, and I would just focus on Donna, picture her naked or whatever. And um, she's like, do you mind if I use you? And he's like, no, it's fine, whatever. Yeah, do you think she has a crush on him? Yes, of course. There's a lot of, like, flirtatious behavior going on, and Valerie gets jealous. Yeah. Because she kisses him. On the cheek. On the cheek, yeah. It's not, like, just, you know, like, as a thank you kiss. But still, if you walked up and you saw a woman kissing me on the cheek, would you just be like, oh, she's on the cheek? Well, no, I'd be upset, especially in this situation. Yeah. Um, But he freaks out about it. Like, he's really mad that Valerie got jealous, and he's like, we're not going to do this. And, like... I, I'm not going to invest in things that aren't going to pay off or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that means, you know, our relationship, if you keep acting like this, like, right. what the fuck? Dude? Like, he was really harsh. I did not like it. Yeah, he he overreacted, I think. Uh-huh. I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty normal for someone to be a little jealous in this situation. Yeah. So, 
he ends up on stage performing with this girl. Like she calls him up there because Valerie said Valerie suggested that maybe mm-hmm. he play with her. Yeah. And so she's like, "Oh, good idea or whatever." We don't see any of that, but that's a, presumably their conversation. And while he's performing, this guy that Duke said was going to come get the money comes and she's like, "Can't wait." And he's mm-hmm. like, "No." So David looks out and doesn't see her. He sees her at first, and he's he's the one he's looking at her and everything. He's so happy, and then yeah, she has to walk away briefly, and he doesn't see her. So then he starts looking at Donna, and Donna's looking back at him, and mm-hmm. it's not good. And Noah's like, mm-hmm, um, if I didn't know better, I'd be jealous. Yeah. So she kisses him, which I think is kind of mean. Like, what if David's performing and he sees his ex girlfriend kissing? Like, mm-hmm. that would be upsetting. Plus, they're fucking on the regular. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's like that. That's heavily implied in this episode. So when uh, Valerie goes off to give the guy the money, mm-hmm. uh, turns out he's an undercover cop. Yeah. Do you think Duke set them up? Yes. 100% yes. So fucked up. She owed him money. But she gave it back. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I still think he did it. I think he I was do, mad. I mean, I do too, but I think it's dumb. Yeah. Um, and then David comes over. He's like, what's going on here? And he's like, oh, you're the owner of this place? You're under arrest too. Not that, David. Noah. Noah. Yeah, Noah. Uh, you're under arrest too, which is dumb. Like, Noah had nothing to do with it. Noah had no thing to do with it. So... Yeah, so they're both in jail at the end of this episode, so we'll have to see how that goes. Do you think that they're going to uh, turn on Duke, like give Duke up, and that's going to be like to to get rid of Duke once and for all? Well, that would wrap it up in a nice little bow, and the show likes to do that, so yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know what else was wrapped in a nice little bow? Brandon's penis. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) In a condom when he had sex with Emma. Right. And that comes back to bite him in this episode of 90210. So him and Steve are talking about how to tell Kelly or how to figure out. Kelly? Kelly. Um, Because Brandon, Steve comes up and Brandon's writing her letter like he has decided he's going to tell her. I read your letter. (laughs) Um, So they're arguing about Emma. He's like, Emma was so good and I loved her column. We need her back. Come on, Brandon. You're being a dick. And he's like, no, I'm I'm the fucking... Whatever, and Steve's like, I'm the publisher, I'm the editor, I'm the publisher, and and everything. And then Steve finally goes, look, I had an affair with her. No, Brandon. Brandon says, look, I had an affair with her. And Steve's just like, oh, okay. Like, he's so, like, not really even that surprised. Yeah, he's not scandalized at all. And he's just, like, helping him, and I'm, I'm a little disappointed in Steve's reaction. Yeah, but Steve's like, so then he looks, and he's like, did you tell Kelly? And he goes, not yet, and... We look on the computer and it says, Dear Kelly, and nothing else. And Steve's like, no, no, you are not doing this. So instead, what they decide to do is proposition Kelly to be the new advice columnist. And they send, as one of the letters, this letter like, hey, I cheated on my girlfriend. It was one time. It didn't mean anything. You know, should I fucking forgive him? And then the whole episode... Brandon keeps trying to find out what her response is going to be to this. Mm-hmm. And Steve is, too. They're working together on this. And it seems a little weird. Like, just wait for her to respond. Like, yeah, I would get like, a little suspicious. We need to read your, we need to read this column yeah. <laughs> and everything. Let's read it as fast as possible. And uh, then Emma calls. Mm-hmm. And 
Steve picks up the line to talk to her. And Kelly picks up the line, too, for some reason I don't remember. But she hears Steve on the other line. He's like, look, you got to stop calling her. And she's like, oh, but, you know, sex. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, but no, no more anymore, you know. This and affair she, has to end. Yeah, and she's, she's like, oh, vague words. <laughs> so Kelly gets the idea that Steve and Emma are sleeping together. And she is so upset with him. I so thought you disgusted. loved Carly. You fucking make me sick. How could you do this? <laughs> now that it's hit home, now that it's, you know, now she didn't like it at all. Oh, yeah, she's she, really upset. She was she was kind of, like, hedging her bet. She was on the fence where she was like, I don't know, maybe it's forgivable, you know, and stuff like that and everything. But when it's when she thinks it's her friend, she's like, oh, you fucking pig. Yeah, and she decides not to tell... Um Carly, because she doesn't want to hurt her. You should tell Carly, yeah. Did she say that? Because I thought she said the only reason I'm not telling her is I don't want to hurt her. Yeah, maybe that's that's the case. So, in the end, though, um, she goes over... Well, real quick, though, basically, Steve and Brandon are like, okay, well, we're not going to tell her. Well, yeah. Because, like, her reaction is so bad. She goes to Emma's apartment. Mm -hmm. This seems like way overstepping, considering she thinks this is her friend and not her boyfriend. Yeah, and then they start to also have that another vague conversation. Well, first she slaps her. She does, and she and Emma's like, "I guess I deserve that." Yeah, like right there, I'd be like, "What?" Because from Kelly, she doesn't. Right. I mean, she does, but not in Kelly's mind. Right. But yeah, so then um, they start talking vaguely mm-hmm. and everything, and she's like, uh, you know, I thought like whatever affairs over, you know, all this stuff and everything. Um, and then Kelly said, Kelly finally says, like, yeah, you know, like I can't believe Steve or something. She's like, Steve. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you know, the guy you slept with, Steve. And she's like, I never slept with Steve. No, I slept with Brandon. Yeah. So Kelly, and Kelly didn't believe her at first, and then she's like. Well, I play you a little tape here. Mm-hmm. So then, when Brandon comes home, Kelly's just sitting there looking distraught, and then she starts playing the tape for him. Yeah, she's like crying and stuff like that. It's He's awful. Like, yeah. And she tells, doesn't she and tell him was, to get out or something? This or? was the most no. Oh, this it's his, his house. house. <laughs> this was the most delicious moment in nine hundred two one zero. You were so though. happy. Oh my god, I loved it. Go ahead. And relive it. I don't know why. I, I don't know why I want Brandon to go down so badly. But like, I feel like he gets away with everything, and he doesn't. He's never punished or anything, and now he finally gets his just desserts. Yeah. So I mean, I think they're done. I don't think she's gonna forgive him. Fuck no. <laughs> I don't blame her. Maybe one day. I, I feel. I, I still feel like the sh- the show wants them to end up together now. In reality, I don't think they would. Mm-mm. And I kind of hope that the show takes the bold move to be like, look, we're not going to have them end up together. Yeah. They don't need to be together. We don't need that to be their, you know, their end or whatever. I hope that's what they do. I don't know what they're going to do, obviously. But, um, yeah, I just... She went to go live at Malibu Beach Barbie House. That's true. Yeah, she went to live yeah. with uh, Donna again. Yeah, even though there's a family living there too. <laughs> That's okay. There's three three rooms. Four rooms. There's three rooms. Yeah, 
but I thought Zach had one. Yeah. Uh, Carly had the other, and then Donna's got one. But they were supposed to only be there for a few days, so. Yeah, who knows? Maybe, they're, maybe they'll are maybe they be gone. They, they always resolve things off camera. They do. They do a lot of shit off camera. But yeah, that was the episode, a fantastic episode. It was a really good episode. I can't wait to see the aftermath of him and Kelly being broken up and probably not being friends. Um, Kelly's kind of like, I mean, she's got Donna, but like. Like, I can't imagine she wants to talk to Steve either. Right. She's got David, too. That's her brother. But, you know, yeah, whatever. and she's friends with Carly. But, yeah, uh, so that's the episode, Carol. Tell people, I don't know, stuff. You can write us at latefee1994 at AWOL.com. Yep. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Mm-hmm. And share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.